Numbers chapter 1 verse 1 And the Lord spoke unto Moses in the wilderness of Sinai, in the tent of meeting, on the first day of the second month, in the second year after they were come out of the land of Egypt. Now in this chapter we're going to find out why people estimate that about 4 million Israelites came out of Egypt. We'll find out in this chapter. Sinai means burnt, and the top of that mountain was totally burnt to a crisp because that was where God met Moses, and God came in the form of fire and smoke on the mountain. And to this day, that mountain is still burnt to a crisp. There's no grass or trees on it. It's just a completely black rock. Now God is going to tell Moses to number not everybody, but only the men who are of age, which is every man after the age of 20. That's why this book is called the Book of Numbers, because People are going to be named and numbered. But the history of the names and the genealogy is really important, and we'll find out more about that as we go. So it's actually good to read this book and to read through the names, because you learn a lot about history. The reason God doesn't have them count every single person is because that would be a census. The whole point of a census is to tax people. But God doesn't like taxing. What he requires is tithes and offerings for the temple, which is a lot less expensive than taxes. His original plan was not that the Israelites would have a normal government and be taxed. To him, it's evil for them to be all counted. There was one point where King David sinned because he actually conducted a census to count every single person. The reason he did it was to assess how much he could tax them, and he repented of that because he knew it was wrong. Verse 2, Take ye the sum of all the congregation of the children of Israel by their families, by their fathers' houses, according to the number of names, every male by their poles. He's going to count all the men of age in each tribe. It's important to know how God had blessed Israel. It was 7070 people went to Egypt originally from Jacob's family, and now 4 million are coming out. 400 years later, that 70 people increased to 4 million, and that shows the goodness of God. We're going to see proof of it here. 3. From 20 years old and upward, all that are able to go forth to war in Israel, ye shall number them by their hosts, even thou and Aaron. You might think that an old 60-year-old man can't go to war, but actually in the Bible there were some warriors that were that old and older. I guess eating natural food made them stay in really good shape for a long time. 4. And with you there shall be a man of every tribe, every one head of his father's house. There's the 12 tribes, and then under them is what some people would call a clan, which is a massive group of people that are all related to each other. Multiple families. 5. And these are the names of the men that shall stand with you. Of Reuben, that's the tribe of Reuben. Elizur, the son of Shadur. 6. Of Simeon, Shelumiel, the son of Zurishadai. For the tribe of Simeon, it's Shalumiel. 7. Of Judah, Nashon, the son of Amminadab. 8. Of Issachar, Nathanel, the son of Zuar. 9. Of Zebulun, Eliab, the son of Helon. Because these people don't use last names, it's always the son of to explain which Eliab it is, because there might be a lot of Eliabs. 10. Of the children of Joseph. Joseph has two sons. From his tribe Ephraim is going to be Elishama, the son of Amahud. 
from his tribe Manasseh will be Gamaliel, the son of Pedazer, eleven of Benjamin, that's the tribe of Benjamin, Abidan, the son of Gideoni, twelve of Dan, Ahiezer, the son of Amishadai, thirteen of Asher, Pagiel, the son of Okron, fourteen of Gad, Elisaph, the son of Duel. So again, we're continuing through all twelve tribes, fifteen of Naphtali, Ahira, the son of Enan. 16. These were the elect of the congregation, the princes of the tribes of their fathers. These were the heads of the thousands of Israel. These are princes within each tribe. This is like a head prince within each tribe. These princes will bring perfume for the tabernacle. 17. And Moses and Aaron took these men that are appointed out by name. 18. And they assembled all the congregation together on the first day of the second month, and they declared their pedigrees after their families, by their fathers' houses, according to the number of names, from twenty years old and upward, by their poles. Pedigree or genealogy is always according to the father's line. And that's why today we don't really know who the real Jews are, because the people who trace their lineage today, for the last 400 years they've been tracing it through the mother's line to say that they're Jews, which means there's absolutely no proof that they're Jews. Because throughout the entire Bible, Old and New Testament, you're not a Jew unless your father is a Jew. It doesn't matter if your mother is or not. The lineage is always traced through the father. The people who consider themselves Jewish today may not be Jews, because many of them have traced their lineage through their mother's line, which is totally useless in biblical genealogy. It means nothing. All of these men are going to declare their pedigree according to who their father is. 19. As the Lord commanded Moses, so did he number them in the wilderness of Sinai. This is only two years after they left Egypt. Within two years after they left Egypt, there are already almost four million people. And we'll see that here in a minute. 20. And the children of Reuben, Israel's firstborn, their generations, by their families, by their fathers' houses, according to the number of names, by their poles, every male from twenty years old and upward, all that were able to go to war. These are the warriors that are counted. 21. Those that were numbered of them, of the tribe of Reuben, were forty and six thousand and five hundred. That's forty six thousand five hundred from Reuben's tribe. 22. Of the children of Simeon, their generations, by their families, by their fathers' houses, those that were numbered thereof, according to the number of names, by their poles, every male from twenty years old and upward, all that were able to go forth to war. 23. Those that were numbered of them, of the tribe of Simeon, were fifty and nine thousand and three hundred. That's fifty nine thousand three hundred. Each tribe has the name of and is in lineage of one of the sons of Israel. We should be going through 12 of them, but remember for Joseph, Israel wanted to give Joseph a double blessing, so instead of naming a tribe after him, he named a tribe after each of his two sons, which increased the blessing. Joseph's family is branched out into two tribes instead of one. 24. Of the children of Gad, their generations, by their families, by their fathers' houses, according to the number of names, from twenty years old and upward, all that were able to go to war. 25. Those that were numbered of them, of the tribe of Gad, were forty and five thousand six hundred and fifty. So that's forty-five thousand six hundred and fifty. 
26 of the children of Judah, their generations, by their families, by their father's houses, according to the number of names from 20 years old and upward, all that were able to go forth to war. Judah is the royal tribe. That's the tribe of Jesus' lineage. 27. Those that were numbered of them of the tribe of Judah were three score and 14,600. Now a score is 20, three score is 60. It says three score and 14,000. So if you add 14 to 60, you get 74,600, it says. 28. Of the children of Issachar, their generations, by their families, by their father's houses, according to the number of names, from 20 years old and upward, all that were able to go forth to war. 29. Those that were numbered of them, of the tribe of Issachar, were 50 and 4,400. That's 54,400 from Issachar. 30. Of the children of Zebulun, their generations, by their families, by their father's houses, according to the number of names, from twenty years old and upward, all that were able to go forth to war. 31. Those that were numbered of them, of the tribe of Zebulun, were fifty and seven thousand and four hundred. That's fifty-seven thousand four hundred. 32. Of the children of Joseph, namely of the children of Ephraim, Joseph's inheritance is split between Ephraim and Manasseh. Ephraim, their generations, by their families, by their fathers' houses, according to the number of names, from twenty years old and upward, all that were able to go forth to war. 33. Those that were numbered of them, of the tribe of Ephraim, were 40,500. 40,500. 34. Of the children of Manasseh, now that's Joseph's other son, their generations, by their families, by their father's houses, according to the number of names, from twenty years old and upward, all that were able to go forth to war. 35. Those that were numbered of them, of the tribe of Manasseh, were thirty and two thousand and two hundred. That's thirty-two thousand two hundred. I think the reason it's a little bit less for Manasseh and Ephraim is because it would be all the children of Joseph. It's actually a bigger number. When you combine those two numbers, you get over 70,000. Also, Joseph had children later than any of his brothers because he was in prison. He was first a slave for several years. Then he was in prison for several years where he couldn't get married while all of his other brothers were already married and having kids. He was the last brother to have kids. 36. Of the children of Benjamin, their generations, by their families, by their fathers' houses, according to the number of names, from twenty years old and upward, all that were able to go forth to war. 37. Those that were numbered of them, of the tribe of Benjamin, were thirty and five thousand and four hundred. That's thirty-five thousand four hundred for the tribe of Benjamin. And Benjamin was the youngest son of Israel, and Joseph was his big brother, and Benjamin and Joseph were Israel's favorites because they came from his favorite wife. 38. Of the children of Dan, their generations, by their families, by their father's houses, according to the number of names, from twenty years old and upward, all that were able to go forth to war. 39. Those that were numbered of them, of the tribe of Dan, were threescore and two thousand and seven hundred. Threescore would be sixty and two thousand and seven hundred, so that's sixty-two thousand seven hundred from Dan. 40. Of the children of Asher, their generations by their families, by their fathers' houses, according to the number of names, from twenty years old and upward, all that were able to go forth to war. 41. Those that were numbered of them, of the tribe of Asher, were forty and one thousand and five hundred. Forty-one thousand five hundred. 42. Of the children of Naphtali, their generations, by their families, by their fathers' houses, according to the number of names, from twenty years old and upward, all that were able to go forth to war. 
43. Those that were numbered of them of the tribe of Naphtali were 50 and 3,400. 53,400. I love the Bible. You can't get anything wrong in the Bible. It keeps repeating the same explanation for each tribe so that you know that with every single tribe, it was exactly the same. They counted all the men that were 20 years old or older. You can't say, oh, they didn't count all the men in this tribe. They didn't count all the men in that tribe. The Bible tells us specifically they counted every single man that was 21 years or older. 44. These are those that were numbered, which Moses and Aaron numbered, and the princes of Israel being 12 men, they were each one for his father's house. Levi hasn't been mentioned, and Joseph's sons were mentioned twice. It's kind of like one of Joseph's sons has taken the place of Levi. We'll find out about Levi in a second. But only the fighting men, the warriors, were numbered of all of the other 12 tribes, which included two of Joseph's sons and no Levites. The Levites don't generally fight because they're serving in the tabernacle. I think they do fight sometimes. When you add up all those numbers that we just read, you come up with 603,550. That's the total of fighting men. All the men are going to have at least one wife, at least two daughters, and there might be some baby boy in the family that's not counted that isn't 20 years old yet. So if we modestly give each man five more people in his family, because remember, some of these families have eight people in them. Some families have four. There's probably no family that has less than four because they were not using birth control. They were being fruitful and multiplying just like God commanded. They wanted to have kids. They highly valued kids, unlike our society today where kids are just throwaway optional. In this ancient culture, kids were highly valued. Each of these men probably has a wife, plus a couple of daughters, plus at least one son who isn't 20 years old yet. I guess the reason the experts calculate 4 million is because for this kind of culture that loved children and procreated as much as they could, there was probably six other people in each man's family. This is probably four million people. And that's in addition to all the cattle. There's a whole lot of souls in the camp of Israel. 45. And all those that were numbered of the children of Israel by their father's houses from 20 years old and upward, all that were able to go forth to war in Israel. 46. Even all those that were numbered were 600,000 and 3,550, which we just said. 47. But the Levites, after the tribe of their fathers, were not numbered among them. 48. And the Lord spoke unto Moses, saying, 49. How be it the tribe of Levi thou shalt not number, neither shalt thou take the sum of them among the children of Israel. Because the Levites, they're the ones serving the Lord in the tabernacle. 50. But appoint thou the Levites over the tabernacle of the testimony, and over all the furniture thereof, and over all that belongeth to it. Now we know what the furniture is. It's the golden lampstand, the perfume table, the showbread table, and the ark of the covenant. They shall bear the tabernacle, and all the furniture thereof. They shall minister unto it, and shall encamp round about the tabernacle. Now the furniture would also include the walls of the outer court, and the walls of the inner court, and all the tapestries, and all the fabrics that are all over the tabernacle decorating it, including the doors and the veils. And they shall minister unto it and shall encamp round about the tabernacle. When the Israelites camped, there were three tribes on the north, three tribes on the south, three tribes on the west, and three tribes on the east that camped. 
in straight rows so that they were all in order and everybody knew who belonged to who and who was from where. But around the tabernacle itself, in a kind of a somewhat circle, um, maybe a horseshoe shape, was camped the tribe of Levi. They were close to the tabernacle because they serviced it, and everybody else was outside the tribe of Levi. 51. And when the tabernacle setteth forward, the Levites shall take it down. And when the tabernacle is to be pitched, the Levites shall set it up. And the common man that draweth nigh shall be put to death. Nobody from the other tribes is allowed to touch the furnishings of the tabernacle, or they will die. Because God is holy, and he's only appointed the Levites to do this. They're consecrated, and they're sanctified for this work. That goes to show you that when we do work for the Lord, we need to be consecrated and sanctified for that work. We don't just run into it full of sin and full of a sinful lifestyle and expect that we're going to serve God. We won't be able to, and his wrath may come upon us. He wants us to repent of our sins and be prepared for the work that he has for us. No common man, meaning nobody from the other tribes, can tear down and set up the tabernacle. 52. And the children of Israel shall pitch their tents, every man with his own camp, and every man with his own standard, according to their hosts. And that's to prevent confusion and lack of identity. This way, everybody knows who is from who. If somebody comes from one camp, you can know, oh, that's a Gadite. They're coming out of the camp of Gad. So I know I'm talking to a Gadite, um, so that there's no confusion. And every man with his own standard, according to their hosts. The so standard is kind of like the flag that represents who you are. These camps had to have a standard so that you could see from a distance, oh, that's that camp, that's that camp, that's that camp. Because these is millions of people and they need to be identified. 53. But the Levites shall pitch round about the tabernacle of the testimony, that there be no wrath upon the congregation of the children of Israel. And the Levites shall keep the charge of the tabernacle of the testimony. God is going to get angry if the wrong people are near him, if the people who aren't consecrated and sanctified are near him, because he's holy. 54. Thus did the children of Israel, according to all that the Lord commanded Moses, so did they. Now I just want to tell you, that concludes Numbers chapter 1, and Numbers is an exciting book, so I look forward to being with you for all the rest of this book. Some people mock the book of Numbers and say, oh, it's boring because it's just a bunch of names, but you're going to see that there's a lot of history in these names. The history is fascinating, and there's also going to be stories and other information about the history of Israel in this book, so I look forward to the next chapter.